0: So I'm going back and uh, doing a recording of some old Medium posts that I missed while my microphone was lost, we'll say. And uh, appropriately, going back to one from November 25th, which uh, may also be appropriate after Christmas and the kind of conversations that some of us tend to have with relatives and others around the holidays. The title is Think Less, Love More on St. Teresa of Avila, Facebook, and Arguing with Propaganda. Again, it was posted on November 25th last year, 2018. The last few days, I have found myself getting caught up in the need to correct others again. Usually, what this entails is me reading something just flat-out wrong in a Facebook feed, going to some trusted source to check the accuracy of the statement, then posting something along the lines of, not true actually, followed by a link to said reliable source. I can hear you now. It is pointless. I know. I also know that this effort emerges from my own mind for a need for things to be, quote, right It comes from a space in my head which tends to see problems as right slash wrong, either or, all or nothing. That is also the space where it can feel pointless and exhausting to argue with the disinformation. There is another space, however, the space of the heart Now, I am not prone to move into flowery terms like heart space. I tend to ground my own work with my patients in the science of what helps us heal. I do not put much stock in remedies that do not have good research behind them. It is also why I believe that there is a discernible truth as to whether there was a crash in the White House during President Obama's tenure there. There was. But there's the Facebook post again, thanking God for Melania who has restored the manger scene to the presidential dwelling. Ugh. History also tells us that there is a danger to refuting the lie. Consider the rumor clinics during World War II. They were set up for the express purpose of exposing propaganda of holding the claims up to the light and showing that they were false, yet they were dogged by accusations that repeating the rumor only helped the rumor spread. Because arguing with a lie seems to give the lie power and purpose. It is almost as if arguing with the lie gives it attention that it does not deserve. Now we know that our minds work in a similar way. When we have a difficult thought tied to a troubling emotion, it is sticky, especially negative thoughts about ourselves. The more we try to say, but that isn't true, I can do some things right, the more our brains suggest, but you do make a lot of mistakes. What if you are a failure? What if you are not a good fill in the blank for yourself? You see, the most, more emotionally charged a thought is, the more we believe it. It is irrelevant as to whether the thought is true or not. Which brings me back to a better response. Recently, as part of my training at the Shalem Institute, I have been reading through the Mirabai Star translation of The Interior Castle by St. Teresa of Avila. One quote has recently stuck with me. She writes Remember, if you want to make progress on the path and ascend to the places you have longed for, the important thing is not to think much but to love much, and so to do whatever best awakens you to love. Now I know for myself that I am not having particularly loving thoughts about those who spread disinformation, and certainly not about those who produce it. But the more I get caught up in the right-wrong debate, the more I am missing the point. We are here to love each other, not argue. And moving into a space that opens us to love, as Avila writes, is not an effort to paper over the differences. The differences are real and important, yet To argue first without affirming that we are all in this together only seeks to further divide us. So, I haven't figured out the complete answer yet. But I know that demeaning others with whom I disagree is not it. Maybe I will keep posting links to Snopes and other fact-checking websites, but I think my best response is to find some way to enter into loving dialogue, not so much in my own, quote, headspace, but to invite them into my heart space. As a note of explanation. I am a clinical social worker, and I work in a fairly rural area with few clinicians. So if you're a licensed mental health professional like me, it is a place where you can still make a good go of it in private practice. But what that also means is that you will work with a wide variety of people, even more so if you are willing to and competent working with children. For me, I see children, adolescents, and adults with a few older adults and couples thrown in too. It can make for a fun and varied day in the office. If you're listening to this recording and it's helpful, I'm glad, but um, please know that listening to something like this, while it may be educational and helpful, is no substitute for seeing a clinician. So I hope that you're able to find somebody in your area that, uh, that you feel a good alliance with and can be helpful to you. So I'm going back and uh, doing a recording of some old Medium posts that I missed while my microphone was lost, we'll say, and uh, appropriately going back to one from November 25th, which uh, may also be appropriate after Christmas and the kind of conversations that some of us tend to have with relatives and others around the holidays. The title is Think Less, Love More on St. Teresa of Avila, Facebook, and Arguing with Propaganda. Again, it was posted on November 25th of last year, 2018. The last few days, I have found myself getting caught up in the need to correct others again. Usually, what this entails is me reading something just flat-out wrong in a Facebook feed— going to some trusted source to check the accuracy of the statement, then posting something along the lines of, not true actually, followed by a link to said reliable source. I can hear you now. It is pointless. I know. I also know that this effort emerges from my own mind for a need for things to be, quote, right It comes from a space in my head which tends to see problems as right slash wrong, either or, all or nothing. That is also the space where it can feel pointless and exhausting to argue with the disinformation. There is another space, however, the space of the heart. Now, I am not prone to move into flowery terms like heart space. I tend to ground my own work with my patients in the science of what helps us heal. I do not put much stock in remedies that do not have good research behind them. It is also why I believe that there is a discernible truth as to whether there was a crash in the White House during President Obama's tenure there. There was. But there's the Facebook post again, thanking God for Melania who has restored the manger scene to the presidential dwelling. Ugh. History also tells us that there is a danger to refuting the lie. Consider the rumor clinics during World War II. They were set up for the express purpose of exposing propaganda— of holding the claims up to the light and showing that they were false, yet they were dogged by accusations that repeating the rumor only helped the rumor spread. Because arguing with a lie seems to give the lie power and purpose. It is almost as if arguing with the lie gives it attention that it does not deserve. Now we know that our minds work in a similar way. When we have a difficult thought tied to a troubling emotion, it is sticky, especially negative thoughts about ourselves. The more we try to say, but that isn't true. I can do some things right. The more our brains suggest, but you do make a lot of mistakes. What if you are a failure? What if you are not a good fill in the blank for yourself? You see, the most, more emotionally charged a thought is, the more we believe it. It is irrelevant as to whether the thought is true or not. Which brings me back to a better response. Recently, as part of my training at the Shalem Institute, I have been reading through the Mirabai Star Translation of the Interior Castle by St. Teresa of Avila. One quote has recently stuck with me. She writes, Remember, if you want to make progress on the path and ascend to the places you have longed for, the important thing is not to think much, but to love much, and so to do whatever best awakens you to love. Now I know for myself that I am not having particularly loving thoughts about those who spread disinformation and certainly not about those who produce it. But the more I get caught up in the right-wrong debate, the more I am missing the point. We are here to love each other, not argue. And moving into a space that opens us to love, as Avila writes, is not an effort to paper over the differences. The differences are real and important, yet... To argue first without affirming that we are all in this together only seeks to further divide us. So, I haven't figured out the complete answer yet. But I know that demeaning others with whom I disagree is not it. Maybe I will keep posting links to Snopes and other fact-checking websites, but I think my best response is to find some way to enter into loving dialogue, not so much in my own, quote, headspace, but to invite them into my heart space.